We'll go straight on to the barbecue roast. Uh, if you want to roast, do it with barbecue. <laughs> the best in the business. Mm. Um, the best. Now, now we, no one roasts better than barbecue. No way that career. Except for us. <laughs> um, now, we've got a few names here. Actually, while we're on barbecue, you guys noticed on Instagram during the week, Clue's doing a sponsored post on his private Instagram. I did that actually, and that's taking <laughs> taking presidency to the next level. Well, on his private, so, oh, so oh, on, on his account. So, so, so on his personal account, he's done a sponsored post with barbecue. Oh right, a, a photo of his roaster thing, and like I love my barbecue roaster. <laughs> it cooks my meat so well. Something like that. Hashtag barbecue. Yeah. Hashtag no one roasts better than barbecue. Something like that. So obviously, normally you see you know influencers you know with millions of followers um, yeah, doing say, sponsored not, posts, but I'm not sure how wide that actually would have gone to his one hundred and thirty one. Followers, they've been influenced, I'd say. I'm influenced. I, I want one now. <laughs> haven't got one yet. Hey? You haven't got one yet. Um, well, we're actually waiting for them to say, obviously giving it to us because we mm. run the podcast, but I'm still waiting. There's a massive backwater on them, so it's a bit of a delay with the shipment. <laughs> after after yeah. the Instagram post. The, yeah. d- the, yeah. the demand's been this that high. a massive demand for them. <laughs> anyway, moving on to the uh, actual roasting uh, bit of this segment. Um, we've got a couple of names here actually for this week. Um, so the first one straight to Luigi, straight to Jaden, straight to Jaden. This one's much more important. I mean, I'm not actually sure if anyone would have noticed, but um, just to let you know, Jaden's not actually on the podcast today. Yeah, um, <laughs> I'm not. not <laughs> easy if you haven't picked up on it yet. Yeah, obviously it's pretty easy to miss normally, but we we did actually mention that he's been omitted for mm. several reasons. Um, he's taking some time away to reflect on where he's at. Um, he's got a lot of things to work on. I've actually given him a list. But Jaden's our barbecue roast this week for a multitude of reasons, really. Um, to start off with, uh, everyone knows the Leo's Miles is what well, was winning it last week. Yeah, we'll get, we'll, get, we'll get to that a little bit later. But How, how many people have uh, played for Levy this year? Uh, there's actually been 133 people. 133. Uh, so effectively, I'm 134th. So week in, in week, so week, in, week yeah, we out. Give a chance first. <laughs> we field 96 players week in, week out at the club. Yeah, yeah. every week, 96 players take the field. Yep. Um, as most of you would know, Jaden. Is a regular in the one team, semi-regular at the yeah. moment, at least. He's played the last few years. I mean, there's yeah. a lot of rumours floating around about his future. A but... lot of rumours. <laughs> we'll get to those later as well. <laughs> but um, he's been in the one team this year. He's played all six games of the season. And as I mentioned, just remember, there's 96 players take the field for the club each week. <clears throat> so keep that in your head. Jaden's played all six games for the season. Mm-hmm. And he is the 109th player in the Leo's. <laughs> Currently on. They're still slipping. Currently on 44 So points. if finals were this week and all the clubs picked their 12 players, he would actually be the, what's that, 12? What's that? He'd be the He'd 26th be the- player picked for our J-grade team at the moment. Yeah, right. <laughs> so he's nearly there. He's, nearly he's 26th there. in line for J-grade. I think he slipped. Last time he was about 107th, I think. He's just, he's just lost his way. Really. He's just he's slipping further and further. He's on the third page of the Leos. There so. has to be something going on. It's but, not just his runs that are letting him down either. He's oh. missed a couple of... Chances. Normally, yeah, a lot of a lot of the time, people, if they're not quite fine in form with the bat, they, you know, pick up a few cheeky what, what catches. What are his batting and, stats? Um, so he's actually scored... James. Um, he's actually scored 44 runs. 44 runs. Um, About seven a game. I'm just trying to get up his, his average here, but, yeah, 44 runs in... I assume he's got out every game. About in six seven. games. It would be impressive to carry your bat. Yeah. And yes, only so. made forty four for the season. <laughs> <laughs> he is uh, he is averaging eight point eight a game. Um, 
obviously I think it could be stemmed back to to round one. Um, there was a bit of disagreement with him and Owen, and Owen ended up, Leachy says anyway, <coughs> absolutely barbecue barbecuing him. Um, and I think that's just sent Leach into there a negative. was actually a big in, blow that night. Into a there? negative spiral, yeah. Um, Doesn't yet, stop with the batting though, does it? No. There's like, been a few blunders in the field. Must be affecting him. He is yet to take a catch this season, um, and he has dropped three at, at least three in the last two weeks uh, yeah. and four overall. The opportunities are there. The opportunities are there. That would nearly double his, his Leos, wouldn't it? He did actually say to me last week that he was going to take five catches last game. Yeah, I heard that How as well. That well, we had, he had two chances and couldn't grasp onto any of them, unfortunately. Um, I mean, yes, yeah, so obviously we've roasted him for his terrible... Let's emphasise that terrible on-field performances. <laughs> Disastrous. But it's not even on-field. Obviously, he's a valued podcast host. And yeah. recently, hasn't missed one yet. A few, a few of you one. might know that he actually started an internship last week, uh, which yeah. was obviously full-time office hours. Was it nine till five? Nine till yeah. five till hours, Monday to Friday. And you might have noticed that because he's been rocking up to cricket training in his his full work kit. Could have just got changed at work yeah. or gone home to get changed, but no, he's got to show everyone. And now we get together here at the podcast about once a month, and it takes mm-hmm. about an hour to record the podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, and now Justin, our um, in-house mathematician, has done the maths here. There's 168 <laughs> hours in a week. Yep. Jaden was at his internship for 38 of those in a week. Mm. So he had 130 hours in a week. Where he, for some reason or another, was not un, he was not able to find one out of that 130. Not a single hour. He could have had 129 hours to do whatever he wanted, mm. and still run the podcast. It's just, it's just the little things, you know. Like he's not making the runs, he's not taking the catches. He's got to pick yeah. it up somewhere, and yeah. now he's not even available to do a, a one-hour podcast. And now like, he is well aware, pending Carl's performance on today's podcast, that. There's no like, selection guarantees. This is more of an audition, really. There, 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 yeah. there, there is absolutely no guarantees he can walk back into this. So, I mean, look, I, I, I don't want to go too much more on him. Like, I think we've I think we probably yeah. done a bit too much, to be honest. He, he, but he, 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 he will hurt on the back of this. Nah, he, no doubt he knows about the it. terms and conditions of a um, barber but, um, I'm, I'm also maybe hoping that this might be the little rocket he needs. Yeah. yeah. This could be the turning point. I'm actually calling it this. After he hears this roast, it's going to be the turning point in his form. There might be one more rocket later in the episode as well. Yeah, it might really get him moving. We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> you heard it here first. <laughs> but yeah, Leachy, you've been barbecued. Uh, now we'll go on to our fantasy roast, teams. Roast with barbecue. Barbecue roast. <laughs> go on to our fantasy teams no now. No one barbecue. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> right, they get it. <laughs> um, Dion still on top. Number one, uh, yep. he's got a Dion. comfortable uh, comfortable gap there, actually. Was that about 75 that points, 74 points? Actually, while we're on Dion, just quickly. Um, How's he been going? We haven't heard of him this, uh, this obviously season. Obviously, Dion copped the barbecue roast. If you want to roast it with barbecue last podcast. <laughs> um, and he responded interestingly. Um, yeah. He, he, yeah. He's, his team, I believe, is actually doing okay. Um, his team being the team you play for as well. No, his junior podcast. You'd be aware that he is a coach, a junior coach, which is what I was alluding to. He's a coach of the junior team. Um, I did go down to observe because obviously there's a crisis in the junior ranks at the moment. So I went down to observe the trainings again, and you know Daniel's doing the right thing. He's got his team sitting down in a circle, very calm, cool, calm, collected. They're doing a mid-season review. I thought, okay, this is positive science, positive science. 
you know, young kids, they probably want you know, where, where they're at. Some um, feedback for the coach as well. Yeah, some feedback for the coach, feedback for the players. And I, I'm not sure, how big would his squad be of juniors? Ah, oh, you know, you've got maybe 13, 13 kids, yeah, potentially right. in the juniors. Because then when I went down the next week, he had his team doing some centre wicket practice. And Adam Bullways was in the nets with some juniors next to me. And I'm like, oh, I, I don't know, what's going on here? He only, he only had like four kids that were struggling. Um, and I said, oh, Adam, what's going on here? Um, and Dion, out of that mid-season review, has delisted four of his players <laughs> and palmed them off to Adam. Sent them to an intensive program. Sent them to a program Sent away to the Training camp. So he's separated, he separated four members of his team from the rest of the team on the back of that mid-season review. That's absolutely brutal. I mean, I'm yet to hear the results of how he's going, but I'm assuming he's doing better than Miles. Yeah, Miles, apparently um, <laughs> you're setting some records. It's true. Um, in cricket. I am actually the, the proud new holder of a leadable cricket club <laughs> record. Um, a few weeks ago against uh, Bass and Dean, we, my under-12s, um, actually set the record for lowest <coughs> score in leadable career club history, um, unfortunately, we were we were the batting team. So yeah, we we did get all that for for twenty one, um, twenty one, and we've we've had to do some soul searching since then. Um, uh, uh, safe to say, we're on upward trajectory for the first time in a month. Yesterday, we actually lasted our full thirty overs in our batting innings. So really, the full thirty. That's full, a turnaround. That is a 30. massive turnaround. How many runs did you end up on? Um, yeah, not that many. Um, but the important thing is that <laughs> the lads applied themselves. Um, yeah, we actually only lost eight wickets in our full 30 out of our allocated nine. So, Have you ever delisted any players? No, but obviously... You, the you things have, have, to, operate, things have to be considered. Delisted, um, made anyone cry? No, there's no tears in my team, but... There, there is, is actually a another epidemic. There the is actually another there. junior coach in this club, um, Simon Holmes, and he He's who gone to one of Dion's coaching classes, I think. Yeah, um, the school of Boulay's coaching. And look, I can't comment on it too much, but all I saw, I was there Tuesday after my session with my juniors, and I walk over to the nets, and I see a kid absolutely in tears, bawling his eyes out at the side of the nets. And I go, Simo, mate, what's wrong? Did he get hurt? And Simmons goes, no. He's he just soft. He just wasn't listening to me. <laughs> it's not good enough. He's doubled down. He wasn't even like, oh, no, this kid's crying. Maybe I'll make him feel a bit better. He's gone, no, no, no. This is not good enough to be in my team. This is intentional. And the, the attitude is unacceptable. So, look, you've got to do what you do to get to get success. But, look, you've got to wonder at what cost, Simo. <laughs> there has to be a line somewhere you think. Yeah. Anyway, I got a bit sidetracked there, I guess. Yeah, let's, that's go, that's let's go back to the uh, fantasy <laughs> segment, boys. Um, so, as mentioned, Dion is on top by um, a fairly sizable gap of uh, 74 points. Um, Renuka's next, and then Jaden comes in third, actually. Uh, he's only 13 points behind Renuka. That's so. quite incredible, considering he has to have himself in the team. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, imagine picking... It's pretty you've got much to pick, a naught every week. Much, you've picked 11 blokes and somehow you managed to... You try to pick your top 11 and you've managed to pick the 109th ranked player. Yeah, it's unreal. It's um, impressive. We then have Mus and the Cube 
rounding out the top five. So, um, Miles, just correct me if I'm wrong, but yeah. I don't think this includes the results from yesterday. No, um, it's pretty similar, um, the the results from yesterday. A few people moved up and down. Obviously, Sugar Cube owners, would have gone up. Cube owners would be um, over the moon with his 100-plus points. Um, any maybe Joe Costa owners as well. I guess they wouldn't be because he none. came late, yeah, um, which is unfortunate because no trades. So he got 120 Leo points yesterday with a catch and a run out too. Yeah, that's huge. Uh, Miles has slipped to ninth. Myself at 15th and Wilbur at 19th. So we slip slid down a little bit, but I think we're all uh, cube owners, aren't we? Too many yes. passengers though. Yeah, there's a few passengers. Way too many passengers. Yeah, we're all, we're all cube owners, so we should be back up around yeah. the, that top 10 mark. This one goes out to you, Perry. I need to stand up, mate. I'm one of the only people who've picked you and you haven't scored. I'm still pretty dirty that Blair <laughs> left the left the club. Yeah, it's not good enough. And just to uh, comment on the, the rear of the ladder, um, Barry Sloan actually coming in 40. 40- First position. He was um, the 41st team that signed up as well, so I'm not surprised by that. There was actually an interesting stat a couple of weeks ago with Barry's team. Um, I believe Barry's team, Barry's whole team, so obviously picked 11 players, and Barry's whole team actually got outscored by Tom McLean. <laughs> I think it was like Tom McLean, 180, defeated Baz's Superstars or whatever they're called. Baz's Bashes. Baz's Bashes. So T McLean, 180, defeated Baz's Bashes, 150 or something along those lines. Yeah, and I tell you what, the root of Barry's problems, he selected Jaden Leach as well. So, oh, no. Um, yeah. Unfortunate. So, I mean, he's starting a player behind there. Yeah, so I guess, I guess he's not. If he, if he wants to become a selector, he's not really putting his best foot forward, is he? <laughs> um, no, the so audition norm- hasn't gone too well. We normally well. mention where all the hosts are, but I've only got the top 20 in front of me and I can't see C for solo. So, Miles, do you have that um, on your screen? Yeah, I do. I've actually just got it up um, now and I've got to scroll down pretty far. Jeez. 25th Carl for solo's team. Oh, okay. Um, and it's got more important stuff to focus on, boys. Um <laughs> Really busy running an actual team. Yeah, running an actual team would take some time, but um, yeah, that's not helping your audition for for the big time at the moment. Um, I've got the individual player stats in front of me. Uh, it looks like it's only from the first five. Yeah, yeah this games. doesn't include the latest. Yeah, so it's missing yesterday still. Yeah, because all the stats aren't in for that, so we don't want to be. Yeah, be a bit inconsistent. Yeah. That's right. Um, but we've got Miles on top. Uh, Chimera, as we've mentioned, uh, is only just behind Miles. And then Owen, Michael Thomas, and Ivalich round out the top five. Uh, Scott Bilby at six actually had very high ownership when I was uh, looking through the teams. I think he was in the very top true. ten yep. selected players. So good, that's, um, good JLT Cup form he was in, so he's yeah. convinced some people. Buckets at 11. Yep, one of Carl's uh, Warriors down there. And I think something important to note out of the, uh, the top five players currently in the Leos there's four young blokes out of the top five so yeah so Miles Owen Michael and Lachlan Ivalich so yeah um, huge just saying the future of the club looks bright for sure uh, now if we uh, turn our eye back to our predictions that we made at the start of the season um, we'll just have a look at our breakout players again yeah. um, the other ones we won't need to review quite yet um, I'll just mention Jaden's was uh, Sukbaj. Um, yeah, more on Sukbaj later, but currently... Um, Hasn't exactly had a breakout year, has he? No. Not um, for us, anyway. No, currently at, at Bentley Career Club, so <laughs> that one was a little bit off the mark there. But Wilbur, Not your breakout player was... 
Owen. Yeah. Look, I mean, Owen was actually very, very angry that I called gave him a breakout call. Yeah. Um, but obviously, at, like, like I'm hoping will happen with Jaden. Hopefully, the little rocker on the podcast will. Just what they need, really. Around, yeah. You have to pick your pick your targets with them. Sometimes it doesn't work, but you've you've done your rockets well so far with um Owen and uh, Mike O'Day. It's true, and Owen's currently third in the Leos, and I would say a favourite to win it. Batting, bowling, everything. So thinks he's he, to lose. Thinks he's hurting his quad though, so we'll see. Um, yeah. How he if he gets through to Christmas or not. Uh, Miles, your prediction for your breakout? Yeah, it um, it was looking grim probably before this week. He's admitted he hasn't been in the greatest of form. Sugar Cube, but look, I know what I saw in that preseason net, the one time I saw him in the nets, and I look, I just knew there was talent there. And he's broken out. He's made a ton. He's broken through for his first ton. So, look, I'd Five say gates are open now. they're open, and I'd be worried for any F-grade teams. Non-owners. No. We're worried for non-owners and any F-grade bowlers that are in the competition because Sugar Cube is going to make you look pretty silly, I'd say. Yeah, for sure. That's what it looks like at the moment. And uh, my call of Cass, uh, he's not up there on the Leo points necessarily, but... Um, he's been playing a very important role. Yeah, it's Cass. hard to do in that batting spot that he's in, I think, batting about nine in first grade. <laughs> um, and I don't think he gets much of As a, a genuine, bowl, we but... won't talk about his bowling because it... <laughs> Got hit around last week. Yeah, but, but I, I think everyone did. But I'd say yeah. it's pretty safe to say that he's overtaken Clues as the A-grade finisher. Yeah. So I would no, call that a breakout. He's cemented his spot in the A-grade team after, what, two years Seasons out? Seasons off, yeah. So, um, yeah. Pretty You're riding Clues off, are you? I don't think I have. I think the club community as a whole has um, would agree that Cass has overtaken Can he even Clues? put a hat on anymore with those stitches? No, he, I mean, he couldn't put his new sunglasses he couldn't put his old sunglasses on because they got shattered so he might yeah. need a, a few weeks off to recover anyway. trust me that's hard to hear that's hard that's difficult to hear look obviously the tolls of presidency potentially getting to him but look, he's still in the side he can still friend of the show as well friend of the show I'd hate to see it and I guess more than a friend to some <laughs> what <laughs> and then <laughs> And I guess now that we've got a new host as well, um, this is the section where we often talk about our big calls. Um, and I think it's only fair to give Carl the opportunity to make a big call of his yeah, own so, season. So we were talking about Rockets before and that there was a big one coming. Um, and he's, he might take this personally, but my big call, and it's a big one, is that Jaden's going to end up in Rasika's side by the end of the year. Oh, my God. So, wait. That means Carl, that if Jaden... So, in order to get to Rasika's side, Jaden would have to go through your side. So, you're saying if Jaden was available, you would not be picking him. The, the club's going to be in a really strong position come January. and he Carl, just answer the question. He, he would not be making my side. You get it here first, folks. Um, hopefully this is this is the rocket he needs. I really want to see him make runs because he's a he's a favoured club person and club man, and he loves playing A grade. He's one of the best um, blokes at the club. One of the best mm. blokes, a ripper bloke. Easily the most passionate. But I think yeah. he's going to have to go Loves down the club. grades. Sleeps in the nets and try find some form. <laughs> <laughs> Sleeps in the nets. <laughs> yeah, so that's that's my big core. Um, I really hope it doesn't happen. Um, but that's that's the way it's looking at the moment. With I think Jayden. you do hope it happens, though. <laughs> yeah, Why are you smiling then? <laughs> See, it's that, it's that famous grin that everyone always talks about. Carl's massive teeth. Nah, fair enough. That, that is it. <laughs> <laughs> the new chompers. <laughs> nah, that is a 
a, a suitable big call, I think. Um, and yeah, I guess moving on from that, yeah, we've got um, another segment. And um, we we did this segment maybe once or twice last year, but we thought... Yeah, we had a little look, but you've done some proper research this I time. I have. I've, I've delved deep into the, the My Cricket archives. Um, and I thought we'd just sort of do a bit of a where are they now to check in on players who, for one reason or another, might have thought it was a smart idea to, to leave the club. Um, and there's a few favourites um, that have left, and I'll start with former Leo winner uh, Brett Groves. So obviously Grover started out uh, last his last season at the club. He was playing third grade. He took uh, 55 wickets in third grade. Um, decided to make the move to suburban turf. Um, currently playing for Whitfords, and he has slipped down to play, be playing fourth grade. Um, and he has actually got five Gee. wickets in five games. Didn't he win the Leos playing second grade for us? Exactly uh, in our playing, second team. Exactly. So look, it's been a fall from grace. For Grover, and he's um, not the only one, is he? No, not the only one. Far from it, actually. Um, we've mentioned Sukhbaj Bra and how he has made the move to Bentley CC. Um, look, I think if he was at Leaderville still, he'd probably be playing minimum second eleven, probably in the A grade. Um, Bentley CC, he hasn't been showing that same level of love. He's only bowled eighteen overs this year in six games. So, look, it just really goes to show that they don't value his abilities like Leaderville. Um, some of you may or may not know Blair Barker has made the move to Dianella um, really look, hurting my fantasy team that one yeah obviously a hot property down the lower grades there um, another one who has absolutely thrived since he moved to Dianella um, obviously um, he made his debut in, in the one day E grade in Dianella <coughs> um, he made a duck a first ball duck in his first ever innings for Dianella oh, no. and followed that up with with two so Jeez. look I hate to say it but an average of one in one day E grade does not doesn't you know, scream out that he's having a good time does no, it no it does not so that's a bit a bit unfortunate um, there's a couple more a couple think. more Nick Blunded um, friend of the show obviously he'll be listening uh, he managed to win a flag on his debut for Leaderville um, in, in Evo's side last year um, but look just decided that it wasn't for him um, winning obviously winning flags isn't in his blood isn't in his or maybe it is and he went down the Tom Matthews route just retire on top yeah well he hasn't retired he's actually moved back to Mount Lawley um, oh, he's PSCA he didn't like winning flags no and he'd have to be dominating there wouldn't he you'd think so but he's actually torn it up in the same grade that he won a flag in last year um, top score of 96 in that grade oh yeah you'd be With, killing it Jaden Leach like numbers of forty nine runs in five matches, so <laughs> very close. Yeah, so Nick, um, obviously, sad to see you go, mate. But what can I say? It doesn't shock me that you haven't um, haven't torn it up since leaving Leaderville. Um, and last one, promising player, really promising player. Um, we thought he was going to settle in for a long Leaderville career. Unfortunately, Jimmy Yukich has decided to... Fan favourite. Yeah. Again another, again, another friend of the show has moved to Swan Athletic um, because he wanted to play on turf in suburban turf comp. Well, Jimmy, they don't play on turf in sixth grade, which is where you've been picked. <laughs> um, and again, it's great to see him succeeding. Actually managed to bag a bat. 
Yeah, he is. He, he he did say he wanted to go for more batting opportunities, and they've given it to him. They've given him, and look, Jimmy, we're going to trust you here. He said, I'm leaving, I'm batting, I'm batting on turf. I'm leaving, I'm batting on turf. And he's been picked on Astro, and he's made a pair in his second game for Swanath. And that's really what you're looking for in the batsman. Come out there, really set up the game for the rest of the side. So, yeah, so fantastic work, Jimmy. Um, hopefully your new... Reinvigorated careers going going well down there at the uh, at the Swans. Uh, it's been a, it's been a long episode, so we'll uh, wrap it up uh, nice and quickly here. We've got the Fun Police and the Legends of the Month for all four of us. Uh, Carl, do you want to give us your Fun Police first? Yeah, so my Fun Police is um, you know, someone very vocal at the club. Um, some might say he's pretty controversial on Thursday nights, um, and it's Nathan Hobbs. Now Hobbs here at the Nets is very vocal and. Shrek was just playing his natural game, having a hit, hitting some bombs, and he's hit one a bit too close um, to the kids, to the juniors. And Hobbsy has absolutely blasted him. And uh, they had a bit of bit of words to say to each other. But my fun police is for Nathan Hobbs. You just got to let the guy have some fun in the nets. He comes down on a Thursday, just wants to have let a hit, Let off a bit mate. of steam. Let off a bit of steam, and you're there, you know, having a yarn. Um, at our boys um, and Shrek wasn't too happy about that um, what about you Miles who's yours so obviously at, in A grade we're a pretty sort of tight knit group a lot of young guys a lot of good banter goes on in the group chat and in person but there's one bloke who just hasn't accepted this banter um, it's quite unfortunate that Leon Burrows doesn't know um, when to take jokes and when not to um, you know when to get around it obviously the only one in that group chat that takes things quite personally. Um, there was some banter in the A-grade chat on a Friday night before um, one of the games. Um, and Leon at, at close to midnight, so it's obviously been... He, he didn't sleep. It's been keeping him up. So he sent a message to the chat saying how disappointed he is in, in some of the individuals in the chat, one individual specifically. It's about um, Miles Dennis again that we were talking about earlier. Yeah, um, Flog. Um <laughs> and how it wasn't good enough that in a position of power um, in the club as a secretary, as an A-grade teammate, um, I could possibly be bantering with my teammates on a Friday night before the game. It's just not conducive to to success. So, Leon, look, mate, might have to lighten up. Yeah, it was a bit of an overreaction, some would say. Uh, And to finish off the Fun Police segment... um, we mentioned a couple of people who we haven't really seen down at the club too much this season, but um, another one is uh, Proudy, ex-president. Mm-hmm. Um, we get that he wanted to take a step back this year, but just hasn't been sighted down at the club. I, I know I haven't seen him down there um, yeah. this season. Um, Which is rare, because you're always down there. So like, <laughs> I know. How if he was ever going to rock it? up, you would see him. How could I miss anything? You couldn't mess, miss him, really. Um but yeah, it's been uh, not great not being able to uh, see him down there. He obviously thrived down there and loved it. So just a little reminder for him to try and get back yeah. down there. Welcome down whenever, Proudy. Yeah, for sure. Wilbur, who's your fun police? Uh, mine's actually a teammate, Mike Thomas. Um, <laughs> Mr. 5%. Yeah, now, I mean, he's obviously got his football commitments. I understand that. But it's just his, the way he picks and chooses when he thinks he can bowl or when he can field. I understand he could have been injured, might be tired, but sometimes you'll say, oh, I can't field. And he'll come on and be like, come on, Carl, give me the ball. I want a bowl. It's like, 
are you, uh, when, uh, how does that work? I don't know if Carlo's anything to add to his. Yeah, you know, he says he's got a really, really sore quad, has to sit off, you know, he sits off for 20 overs. Um, you know, we work so hard to get the tail in, then he comes in and he wants wants to come <laughs> off his full run up and try clean up the tail and oh, get what, cheeky, cheeky wickets. Yeah. You know? I think that's a lot. Can't he's, be too sore, can he's he? A, he trains footy. I think that's why he's um, so keen to bowl at the tail end. He's a very passionate fantasy man. He is. He's very young, so. passionate fantasy man. It's true, and he's always looking to impress uh, the coaches who own him. Um, and there's no way to, no better way to do that than... And to be fair, he's running fourth on the Leos. He is. There's no better way to do that than take cheapies at the end of an innings when everyone else is putting the hard yards. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> coming, coming from a former Leo winner, that's the way to do it. <laughs> And uh, we'll move on to a bit more of a positive note, our Legends of the Month. Uh, who's got the first one here, boys? Yeah, I'll go. Um, and I'll actually flip this round <laughs> on the police that I think Mark Thomas has been a legend for another reason. So during the th- round three match um, that I was playing in C grade at the time, and we were in a very strong position, uh, but unfortunately the rains started to come down um, and we would have had to chase... 49 runs in 20 overs if we did get on the park. Um, Mike Thomas has hung around after his game got called off for two hours to help um, dry the pitch with towels, brooms, all sorts. Um, He didn't have to, but he did want to put the yards in. Um, This is obviously pre-injury, but put the yards in to make sure the pitch was dry and we could get on to um, get a win. It is. so Club band right there. That is. um, There's no fantasy points in, in that either, so goes to show that he's not all about the fantasy points and is is a club man as well. So thanks for he that, Mike. Want to be there. It was pretty legendary. My one is actually a um, friend of Mike's, Tiger the Tiger Glenn. Tiger. <laughs> um, now in the last most recent game, we had twelve players until Graz pulled out with personal reasons. So on our fielding day, we we're going to have eleven players, but we obviously started fielding the week before. And Barry unfortunately dropped a catch. I mean, it happens to everyone. There's no no shame in that at all. Oh. Some people, yeah. yeah right. <laughs> Draw the catch. Um, Carl was v- very, very upset by that. And the following week has said, like, oh, we've only got 11 players. I don't want Barry out there. He said, <laughs> he said, he said, he said we need to find another fielder. So Mike Thomas has called up his mate Tig, just because you're in the corner. He normally comes to watch our games anyway. And he's come down with his whites and he's fielded for a full 70 overs. Not, not named on the team list at all. He's fielded just so Carl could get his way with Barry not being on the field. Um, so he's fielded and it doesn't stop there because we've gone out for a second innings to bat and somehow he's ended up a square leg umpire. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> he's not even in the team and he's doing you, square leg umpire. No way. That just shows how much he loves it. It's committed. If he's willing to go square leg umpire for a team that he's not even playing in on his Saturday afternoon, that is commitment. He's I'll tell you what, the, blo- legend the, vibes there. the bloke has done Carl's team a massive favour. You've got to question the leadership of sending him out to square I leg. I can't believe you've sent him out to square <laughs> leg. Poor kid. There's actually rumours that he wanted to go out there. He looked at me and was like, don't worry, mate, I'll go out there. So he's actually gone out to square leg on his own accord. Um, yeah, we're very thankful for him. Always comes down and watches. He's a fan favourite. Um, you know, the boys love, he's love itching, the fans. He's itching for you to pick him, Carl. Yeah, he is. Um, hopefully he can come down and, you know, play a game somewhere, make some runs, take some wickets, and get him into the side maybe later in the year. And uh, I'll, I'll take the next one. Um, uh, Wilbur gave a little 
little rocker. Was it just the fun police that you mentioned him in last week? No. Michael Day? No, it wasn't even. I, I think we just said he doesn't comment. Yeah, I think we just mentioned it, yeah. Oh, I thought you mentioned it in the fun police. I actually talked to him at the game and he said he's going to up his game now. Yeah, so I was just going to put him as my legend of the month because um, he took the feedback on board and... Um, he's been commenting a lot. Yeah, he hasn't missed a post, I don't think. No. So that's very, very promising Obviously, and good to have him yeah. back. Obviously, it's it's pretty easy to not miss a post when you're not playing cricket and you're sitting at home monitoring <laughs> the group all the time, but... Even still, it's great to see the lift in output from yeah. Mike. Even even more comments than last year, which is mm. unbelievable. But he's done very well to uh, bounce back the way he has, and I'm proud of him and definitely legend of the month. And uh, to round us out, Carl, who's your legend? Yeah, my legend of the month um, is a guy who I actually spoke to and I had to drop him. Uh, but, you know, he really took it on the chin really well And it's uh, Dan Bullays And, you know, he responded in the right manner um, Didn't make a fuss about it or anything You know, he's just gone down with Rasika's side um, And he's gone and made a 50 um, He's done the right thing He's made runs He hadn't made runs for a while um, But, yeah, didn't make any fuss about it And he's gone down And um, he seems like he's enjoying his, enjoying his time down there um, Which is what you want um, It was club man mentality, that and, you know, you love to see that. And that, that's what legends are made of. Exactly. That's my legend of the month. It's how you respond that counts. Yeah. It's how you respond to the criticism. Um, yeah, and he's done it with a 50. And he's actually, I just saw then, he's actually tallied up his thousandth run. So, his thousand runs for the club as well. Huge. Um, Massive huge. congratulations. Really huge. Deserves respect around the club. How does that make you feel, Carl? Um, you know, I love dropping plays and then seeing them go and make runs and that, you know. You love dropping plays. <laughs> it's, it's how you respond. Yeah, it's it? how you respond. That's I want to see the players exactly respond. exactly what you and, and, he's, and, he's, and he's done it. He's going to made a 50, his third 50 for the club. Mm. Um, you know, he does a lot around the club and that. He does the newsletters and that. Um, so he's my legend of the month. That's actually, yeah. I think, his second legend of the month nomination out of three podcasts this year. So. Yep. He's doing all the right He's things. He's ticking all the boxes. Ticking all the boxes, knocking on the door except, for another selection. Ticking all the boxes except whatever's required to play in Carl Stephen, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> runs, probably, I guess. Yeah, it was, a, it, was a, it was a lack of runs at the time. Yeah. No, that's fair enough. Suitable nominations and um, pretty good episode. And we'll see you back for the... Uh, I think we'll have a Christmas special yeah, over the break. Yeah, potentially. We'll see how we go. But thanks, listeners. We'll see you next and time. And thanks, Carl. Thank you, Carl. Thank you, Carl. Carl.